Welcome to the Focal Points Podcast. I'm your host, Dory Howell, and special thanks to Enphoto for sponsoring this time with you today. Now, full confession, I'm not at home today. I am in a hotel room in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I can see Great Lake, Michigan, and I am here for my own personal mastermind. I invest in my education every year, and as a part of that, we meet in person three times a year, and this was the week for that meeting. And it's been great. We had a great first day, but the podcast has to be recorded. And so I'm here taking care of this for you today. Today, we're going to be talking about vision and what it means to create a great vision for your photography business. If you're not too sure what that means, or if you're not too sure how to do that, so you can see great success in your business, you're in the right place. Let's get started with the Focal Points Podcast. You are listening to Focal Points, an Enphoto podcast hosted by Dory Howell. We are glad you are here. Let's get started. What does it mean to have a great vision? This is something that we don't talk about a lot in the photography industry. We talk about goals. We talk about our why. We talk about our message. But what does it mean to actually have a great vision for your business? And what is a vision? What exactly does that mean? Well, a vision is a vivid mental image of what you want your business to be at some point in the future based on your goals and aspirations. Having a vision will give your business a clear focus, which is absolutely needed. And having a great vision can stop you from heading in the wrong direction. Notice that I didn't say the vision was the roadmap on how to achieve the goal at the end of the road. Many times, in fact, most times people create a vision with no clue on how to make it happen. Happens all the time. It's happened with me. We know where we want to go. We just don't know the steps to get there. And the roadmap is more like your business plan. And we're not going to talk about business plans today. We'll talk about those in future episodes. Most people think that for some reason, when you have a vision for a business that, like I said earlier, it also means that you have the knowledge on how to make that vision come to reality. But that isn't the case at all. I had no idea how to run my photography business or my coaching business or my education membership site when I started those entities. I just really had no clue. I just knew I wanted to do it. I knew I could learn the things. I could learn how to do those things, but I didn't really know when we first started. Many times people don't dream big enough or make big, huge, scary goals because they think they have to have it all figured out before they start. And that's not how it works. Okay, so I'm going to give you a big case study here, and I've done a little bit of research on this, so just stick with me here. I'm going to guess that when Mark Zuckerberg started Facebook, actually it was Face Smash originally back in 2003, the biggest vision he had for his company was to create something fun and entertaining for his fellow students at Harvard. Face Smash actually started as one of those cringy, like hot or not rating sites, And the original idea was that the program would pull photos from the registry of on Harvard servers, put them up on a screen through Mark Zuckerberg's program so that users could rate who was more attractive. I mean, I guess if you're in college and probably if you're a guy, that sounds like something that might be entertaining for a while. And Mark did this because Mark liked to hack computers and write code. It was a hobby for him. But overnight, Face Smash had over one thousand people registered. And Mark got in trouble with it. Harvard shut it down after two days because he was using access to Harvard computers in a way that was deemed inappropriate. Yeah, obviously, right? Um, It went against their studio policies. And then Mark, as years went on and Facebook became the entity, he was sued by other students for stealing their idea. It wasn't an idea that was unique to Mark 
Mark just coded it and created the way for the computer to make it happen. There's a whole movie on that, which you can find probably on Netflix or out on the interweb somewhere and starring Justin Timberlake. So check that out. It actually is quite interesting. So he got sued. He got shut down by Harvard. He made a lot of mistakes along the way, but now Facebook Meta, I should say, employs over 72,000 employees worldwide and is the main social media platform that we know and use today. Comparing that vision of what it is now to the Student Connection website at Harvard seems almost laughable. And quite honestly, Mark didn't know how to run an international business that would literally change the way the world communicates when he was 20 years old. He didn't know anything at the time, and many of the mistakes he has made along the way have cost him dearly and profit and in reputation. But his idea, the vision that he has for Meta has made him one of the richest, most well-known people on the planet at a very, very young age. And I'm going to guess when he had this idea for this like cringy hot or not website called Space Smash, that none of this was even in the idea of what could happen right? That's usually the way it happens. He didn't have the road to its success filled with all the tasks that he knew he would have to see and have completed to see his vision to come to life. No, I bet he was totally clueless. And um, he just figured it out along the way, like a lot of us do. But he had the help of a lot of advisors and investors, right? Mark's journey really is not unlike most entrepreneurs and most people who start businesses. And if you picture yourself as an, a photographer not an entrepreneur, I'm going to challenge you to start thinking differently about your business in your head. People who start businesses are entrepreneurs first. What you do to build that business is your skill set. So start thinking about your business a little bit different. Put yourself in Mark's shoes. He didn't have it all figured out, and he wasn't that different from what we're trying to do with our business, create something profitable that supports our lives, that makes people happy. Same thing, right? We really aren't that different. However, when it comes down to why Mark is so successful, besides education, incredible mentoring, and real-life experience, is because he keeps expanding his vision. He talks about it publicly. He isn't limited by what others think or what is known about online business. He keeps thinking of new things to try, even if he has no idea how to make it happen. And that is such a key. Great entrepreneurs, great visionaries don't have the roadmap there. They just know they're going to figure it out along the way. So how many of us devote time in our day-to-day to to the vision of our company, to coming up with ideas that will make it grow and thrive? Really spending time thinking about where we want our company to take us. Putting down on paper those really big goals, even the scary ones. Then we do this because we want to have this vision in place. Putting ourselves out there in uncomfortable situations to see if something big sticks. That is what true visionaries do. And that is what Mark does with Meta. Your company, no matter how large or small, needs a vision. I'm going to say that again. Your company, no matter how large or how small, needs a vision. It needs a destination where it wants to go. And guess what? No one else is going to come up with that vision but you. That's your job as a leader of the company to come up with that vision. You need to be an idea person. You need to be able to pull things out of the box and try things, not just copy them from others when it looks successful on social media or on a website. You really need to be able to pull creative ideas in a way that you can try them in your business to see what sticks. 
Visionaries bring the ideas to the table. And when we're that small business, we not only bring the ideas, this is the tricky part right here. We're also the ones that usually have to implement those ideas. And that is the problem. That's where the bottleneck occurs. I'm an idea person. I can have ideas all day long. If you have a problem with a marketing issue, I can solve it five different ways. If you want to learn how to do different types of sessions, I can help you 10 different ways. If you want to learn how to create great email programs for your clients, I can help you. Ideas, 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 ideas. What I'm not good at, what I learned very early on is I'm not always good at the implementation of those ideas, the actual step-by-step-by-step way of getting those things done. And because we're a small business, usually just working for ourselves, we have to take on two roles. If you read Gina Wickman and Mark C. Winter's book, Rocket Fuel, you'll learn a lot more about this whole visionary type thing. And he breaks down the people into two different categories. You're either either a visionary or you're an integrator. The visionary is the idea guy. I'm an idea guy. I'm a big picture guy. I don't get caught up in the details, which when I'm working on my own business and I'm taking on all roles, that can become a problem. That's a weakness of mine. But the other part of that of that equation is the integrator. The integrator is like the technician, so to speak. They're the ones that get down and they figure out ways to make the dream happen. And most of us are not both. Most of us fit into the categories of being the visionary, the idea person, or the integrator. And it would be interesting for you to pick up that book, Rocket Fuel. We'll put the link in the show notes at blog.infoto.com slash podcast blog.infoto.com slash podcast. Go order a copy of that book. Read it through. It's a quick read or a quick listen and see what category you fit into because I guarantee you, you are one or the other. And the problems that you find in your business are because you're trying to do everything yourself. So you might be thinking, great, I work for myself, Dory. This sounds like not really great news for my business. How do I create a great vision? How do I create the dream for my business? That's a super great question. And I'm going to tell you right after I tell you about my favorite, favorite product from Enphoto. Before we go much further in the episode, I want to let you know that I love Enphoto's complete sets. And what a complete set, it's either two options, a three product option or a two product option that I can custom made and put together based on what my clients need and deliver a beautiful, beautiful presentation for the images that I create for them. It is a folio box and inside that box is either an album, a photo book pro or one of their dream books. And you can custom make it so it can include a USB of their digital files or not include a USB for their digital files. It's an easy way for me to present to my clients a beautiful, beautiful way of showing their images and displaying them in their homes that they love. If you would like a 75% off coupon for one of these complete sets, head over to our show notes page at blog.infoto.com slash podcast. Look for my special link where you can get a sample today with a 75% discount plus a discount on all client orders for the next 12 months. Go check that out today. So I run my photography business on my own. I do outsource certain tasks of my business, but I am the person that creates the dream and creates everything that needs to be done. And whether I do it or I send it to somebody else, that's all on me. 
Now for the podcast, I do have a team of people that I work with to handle a lot of the day-to-day tasks. But for these two different entities, I am the visionary and I'm also the technician in a lot of different, different areas. So the difference is I may not be responsible for getting all these tasks done, like my editing. I don't do that, but I'm responsible for getting it done. And it means that my vision for my business must be attainable for me to manage on my own. And that is probably the situation that you sit in as well. The problem with most photographers is when I ask them about their vision for their company, is that there's no way that they can attain those goals on their own. And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with doing everything on your own, as long as you know your limitations and you're realistic about it. However, If I dig further and I ask that photographer if they want to hire staff, outsource certain jobs, create a multi-studio practice, the answer a lot of times comes back as no. They don't want to do those things. Why? Because they say they don't know how. And to me, that is the lamest excuse in the book. If you want to do something, you can certainly go out and figure out how to do something, right? Um, but a lot of photographers, they don't invest in the proper education for their for their business. They spin their wheels trying to do things that they really shouldn't be spending their time doing. Um, editing, how many times and hours have you spent watching Photoshop tutorials on YouTube when your time would have been better spent creating a great email sequence to get repeat clients in the door or um, creating a great workflow for people to have a great experience with your studio? Photoshop is not where we should be spending our time. So we spin our wheels doing things that we shouldn't be doing. And what happens, we miss so many important goals in our business. And we think it's because we're doing something wrong. We're not doing anything wrong. We're just spending our time doing the wrong things. But here's the other thing. The problem is that you're working toward a vision that isn't in line with who you are and how you want to run your business. If you want to do everything on your own, you have to realize that you have certain limitations in that vision for your company because you can't compete with a studio down the road that has six employees doing all the editing, post-processing, workflow, client appointments, selling, product ordering, all of those things. You're going to have limitations if you will not expand and think bigger with your business. That's okay. There's nothing wrong with not wanting to expand, but just knowing that you're going to be limited in certain ways, I think is really key. So how do you create a vision that is in line with how you want to run your business? Again, totally great question. So I'm going to go through some steps right now, but be sure and head over to the show notes page and download the guide that we've created for you. It's blog.infoto.com slash podcast. You can download that for free, get your guide, and I can walk you through this vision process. Okay. The first thing you need to have is some really great ideas about what you want to do, who you want to serve, and how you want to make them happy. Really. This seems super, super basic. And you might be thinking, duh, Dory, I want to create pretty pictures. But once you dig into this, it's a little bit deeper than that. So a visionary sees opportunities and possibilities everywhere. So what I want you to do on that first page of that download is write down all your ideas. And I hope you have a lot of them. I hope you have to print that page out five times and you have a ton of ideas. I want you to hold on to those ideas. All right. Those ideas are gold. Don't throw those away. The second step into creating a great vision for your company is define what you want to produce. Now, this obviously should be really easy. We're photographers. We want to create great images for our clients, right? And I'm going to say that there might be some photographers listening who that is not what they want to do. That is not what they want to produce. And if your number one goal as a photographer 
is not to create beautiful images, you're probably in the wrong business and you're just going to be butting your head against the wall the entire time you're trying to see success. But photographers want to create great imaging. So the start of your vision statement could sound like this. I want to provide great images. Okay, not very lofty, not very exciting. What does it really mean? Let's go to step three. So step three is the tricky part. You need to define what makes you unique in the outcome of creating these great images. Do you want it to be quick and easy? Do you want it to be the lowest cost? Please don't say you want to be the lowest cost photographer. No, 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 right? But some people might. Do you want to provide great creative products? Define your unique outcome. What does your client get when they hire you? So for me, I want to provide sessions that are fun. So I would add that to my vision statement. I say something like, I want to provide great images by having sessions that are fun for the entire family. Okay, now we're making a little bit of progress. Number four is that you need to define who you want to serve. Who do you want to create these great images for, right? We can't serve everyone. So it can't just be, I want to create great images for all the families in the Washington, D.C. area. First of all, so not realistic. And I really don't want to do that. I want to work with very certain people. So in your business, do you want to work with the excited mom, the passionate bride, the laid back groom to be, that type of thing? Define who you want to work for. So expansion of our vision statement could say, I want to provide great images by photographing fun, energetic clients that are also busy professionals. Let me repeat it. I want to provide great images by photographing fun, energetic clients that are also busy professionals. Okay, so this is starting to shape up. Who do I want to serve? What do I want to do? How do I want to do it? Lastly, you need to add something that the right people can relate to. A lot of people are busy professionals in my area. That's pretty much who I serve, but I want to try and define it better. So let me rework this a little bit and say, I provide great images for busy professionals with portrait sessions that are fun for the entire family, allowing my clients to show off those images in beautiful albums and on social media, proving that they always put their family first. There you go. That's a vision statement. By spending a few minutes to put something together like this, you now have an umbrella statement that defines what you do and who you do it for and what they get. And it can be used in so many different ways. It can be your new elevator speech for networking events. You can tell it to a stranger. You can use it in your marketing. You can use it on your website. You can put it on your social media. And doing something like this in a creative way is what's going to start to set you apart from other photographers in your area. The best thing about a vision statement like this is that you can use it to decide if you want to take certain jobs or not. Because instead of your company just being a bit unpredictable about the work it takes, you now kind of have a filter to run it through. Are they busy professionals? Nope. All right. Maybe you don't want to work with them. Um, Do they want albums or great products? Nope. Okay. Maybe they're not the client for you. Are they going to have a fun experience? No. Maybe you don't want to work with them. You can run future jobs through this filter and can help you decide what is worth taking and what is not. So to sum things up, you are the visionary for your company. It is up to you to determine where you want your company to go in the future. By creating a vision statement, you are helping yourself by telling others what you do, who you do that for, and what makes it unique. 
But remember, a vision can change and adapt over time. Just like Mark Zuckerberg had a vision for Face Smash, now he has a totally new and different vision for Meta. You don't need to know exactly how you're going to make your vision come to life in the end or even see the finish line of the road that you're traveling down. Believe it or not, I believe that knowing how to do things is probably the easiest thing to figure out in our photography business. We don't need to know how to do certain things. We can figure it out or hire other people to do it. And how-to information can be found everywhere. Coaches, YouTube, courses, workshops, etc. But taking the step to define exactly who you want to serve and how, that actually might take a while for some people to figure out. It's taken me a while to figure out who I want to work with. And it has changed during the 14 years that I've been in business. And that's totally okay. I don't worry about the fact that my vision has changed. Not everyone, just like Mark, starts out creating the business that they end up with. Let me say that again. Not everyone starts out creating the business that they end up with. Visions change. Allow your vision to grow and change. See where it takes you, and I promise you it will be worth the ride. Thank you for joining me for the End Photo Podcast Focal Points. I am your host, Dory Howell. I'm so glad that you chose to spend a little bit of your day here with me. Remember, go grab that download on our show notes page at blog.enphoto.com slash podcast. Create your vision statement and see where that takes you in your business. Hey everyone, I have a request. If you value the information that I have shared with you on this program, if you consider me a voice that you respect and want to listen to, I would love a quick favor. Please head over to iTunes and leave me a review. This helps me more than you know in getting the word out to people just like you who want to build and grow a better photography business. We appreciate it so much. Thank you.